Hi, everybody. In today's episode, Sarah and I will be discussing the practice of Ho'oponopono. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe to our podcast. And of course, stick around to the end for our scoop of the day. And while you're here, we invite you to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts at the end of this episode. It's free and it would mean the world to us. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we serve up real talk with real results. Get ready to explore the incredible world of essential oils and how they transform your daily wellness. I'm Vicki Labrilla, and this is my co-host, Sarah Sipos. With over 22 years of collective essential oil knowledge and experience, we are well-equipped to bring you the best tips and tricks for all your needs to live life to the fullest. So join us as we dish out the juicy scoop to a healthier, happier you. It's time to elevate your life. Tune in and let's dive deep into the realm of essential oils for a life of vitality and well-being. So if you're like me, I have no idea about this practice, Ho'oponopono, until Sarah introduced it to me a couple weeks ago, and I'm still extremely fascinated and a newbie, and so why not make this a podcast? Sarah's going to enlighten all of us on this and what it can do for us and and her experiences with it, and I'm definitely going to be putting it into practice after she runs through this technique and gives us a little more insight on on just how powerful it truly can be. So I was introduced to this, I don't know, seven years ago, maybe six or seven years ago. And um, I was recommended the book Zero Limits by Joe Vitale. And I was like, he was, he's in the secret, right? So I was like, I've read a lot of the different books from the different um, people who have been in the secret. So I was like, and then there's a second book in the series called At Zero. And he really just, Zero Limits talks about just really like how it came to, like how he himself, Joe Vitale, came to learn about it. He learned it through Dr. Hugh Len, who is a a psychologist from Hawaii. This is a Hawaiian um, tradition. I don't know. I don't know what even what to call it's, it's a, it's a Hawaiian practice. And, um, Dr. Hugh Len is a psychologist that worked through, um, the prison system for a little while. And he taught his, um, some of the, uh, different inmates, this, um, this practice. And the interesting thing at the end of his tenure there, none of those inmates had reoffended. Which That's powerful. Holy heck. If you, if you understand the prison system at all, or even know a tiny bit, tiny bit about it, you know that like, I don't know what the stats are, but reoffending is huge. Like it, it is, it is big numbers. And, um, most of the time they become uh, a lot of inmates become what we call institutionalized. They will reoffend just to be put back in prison because they don't, they don't know how to govern themselves mm-hmm. because they're so used to a very rigid schedule and they just, when they get out into the world, they have a little bit of a rigid schedule, like with probation and stuff, but they don't have like super rigid. And so it, it becomes like almost like, they don't know what to do with themselves. With, well, with, having that freedom when they didn't for however long, it can be debilitating emotionally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. It leaves you 
almost um, dependent on other people giving you your schedule, telling you what to do, where to be, how to be, how to act. You know what's expected because you're you're used to that. So anyway, this practice he taught the inmates, and it's so simple. You almost you will almost want to just dismiss it because it's so simple. Like it's easy to do and it's very easy not to do. So you'll like dismiss it because it seems so simplistic in your mind that you're like, this can't be real. This, there, there has to be more to it. And I think that's why I bought the second book because I was like, there has to be more. Like it can't just be this. Like it can't just be <laughs> It's too simple. Like, that's to it. That's it. <laughs> like, it's just so simple. Like what in the world? And um, the interesting thing about the at zero, the second book is it's really just showing the miracles of different people who have used this technique and all of the, the amazing things that have happened in their lives because of it and um, the system. And so anyway, without going too much more into the, cause there's a whole bunch of rich history to it. And I, I'm not going to go through all of that. If you really want to read the books, we'll make sure that these are linked in the show notes for you, both of these books. So you can purchase them, read them, research it all yourself. I just want to give you a quick little, this is how you do it. And this is how you apply it into your life. So it's so simple. And it's kind of almost like a prayer or a mantra or an affirmation or something. It's just something that you're going to want to start putting into practice daily. I like to do it at night before I go to bed because it kind of wipes the slate of the day, if, if it makes any sense. Um, and it will make more sense as I talk about it a little bit more of, of the process. So the first part is, I'm sorry. The second part is please forgive me. The third is thank you. And the fourth is I love you. It's four steps. Okay. This is, it's four, only four steps. So let's say you've had this situation come up throughout your day. Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody put something on social media that was slightly offensive to you, or maybe it was very offensive to you. I don't know. And you're kind of frustrated with that person and you've got all this stuff. I don't know if any of you have ever gone through this where you kind of like see something, it kind of frustrates you or you get frustrated with the person who did it. Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's somebody close to you and you're just like, what are you like, why would you post that or whatever? You're like, you start this monologue in your head of things of what you don't understand about that person, right? I don't know if you've ever done that. I have done that personally. I have seen somebody post something and I was just like, in the world, why would you ever in like in my head? Of course, I'm not taping anything out because I don't. Okay. But the reaction like, was there. Yeah, the, yeah, the reaction, right? And you're just like, mm-hmm. and you, and I don't know about you, maybe it's just me, but like at night, sometimes my head goes a little crazy, starts reflecting on the day. And I'm like still like in the, my head about this situation, whatever it may be. And this is a great practice so you can learn to just let it go. So let's just say for argument's sake that someone posted something, it was offensive. And starting with this, this is part of like, this is a really good of a forgiveness process too. If you have people in, people or situations in your life that you need to forgive others, 
maybe this is like where you need to be forgiven. Maybe you've done something to offend somebody. Maybe you are the offender. Well, Sarah, sometimes I, and I guess I'm speaking just personal experience. My struggle is mainly forgiving myself. It's not like for other people of what they've done or they're doing. It's like inner forgiveness. That's the hardest. Yeah. And this is a perfect practice to use with that as well. Like this isn't always just about your own. Um, It's not just about other people that have your own opinions about other people, but it's for all the parts of your life where a situation is just weighing on you heavily. So let's, let's use my little social media example. And then we will go into an example of ourselves. Um, Hey, first is I'm sorry. Now you could go, well, why should I be sorry? Because this, it's the other person who posted it. Right. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry for getting frustrated or angry. I'm sorry for allowing that to like ruin my day. I'm sorry for letting someone else control my thoughts. I'm sorry for being um, annoyed by this. I'm sorry that someone, the person that posts, you know, use a name or whatever. I'm sorry. I've been angry with that person. I'm sorry. I've been so judgmental go on, whatever. Then the next part of that piece, you just keep going on that. I'm sorry. Until you feel like you've gotten it all out. Right. And then the next part of that piece is please forgive me, which is similar to the I'm sorry for, and you can use some of the same things. Please forgive me for being angry. Please forgive me for being frustrated. Please forgive me for not understanding their point of view. Please forgive me for being quick to judge. Please forgive me for, and you just keep going. Then the next part is thank you. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for showing me that I am judging the situation harshly. Thank you for allowing me to do some inner work. Thank you for, and you just keep going, whatever. And then the next part is probably the most powerful and yet the hardest. And that one is, I love you and I'm grateful for you. Because especially when we're frustrated or angry or upset or for ourselves, if we're in shame or guilt, this is a really hard one, but I'm sorry and I'm grateful for you. And you, you, at first you can say it, but then I think the power is in the repeating and the more you say it over and over, the more your, you can feel your emotions start to come down from it and you start to feel calm and relaxed and you're at zero, right? Like at that point. And that makes sense because it sounds to me that this practice is extremely grounding. And in this particular area within Ho'oponopono, this is where you are bringing yourself back down. So that makes perfect sense. I love this. I'm yeah. Continue. I'm listening. <laughs> it's, it's just such a simple, that's it. Like, honestly, you're like, continue. I'm like, no, that's the whole practice right there. You're like, it's done. That's why I say it's so simple and so easy that people will discount this. 
as it being too simple. It's not something, you know, it's not super effective, but I'm telling you, if you start doing, going back to that person, do you remember a few episodes ago when we talked about, well, several episodes ago now, where we talked about personal inventory, right? And we yeah. talked about taking a personal inventory. This is a great practice to add to personal inventory because pers- the, like you can go through some of the areas of your life and go, okay, how am I doing with my work relationships? How am I doing with my romantic relationships? How am I doing with my friendships? Is there is there something there that I need to let go of or forgive or like make peace with? And this is a really great practice to make peace with certain areas of your life. And that's what you're doing. You're you are making peace. When 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 we talked about forgiveness a couple episodes ago, it's not necessarily about just forgiving that person or forgiving yourself. It's making peace with that person in your own heart and making peace with yourself. Yes. So yeah. like it's such a simple practice mm-hmm. and you can teach it to anyone. You can teach it to your kids. Mm-hmm. You can teach it to your significant others. You can teach it to your friends, especially like, okay. Sometimes people can be um, challenging. Yeah. And sometimes we go to our friends and we're like, oh my gosh, you would never believe what this person just said to me. Well, it's a really great practice to like say, okay, let's, can I teach you something? Mm-hmm. And then having them go through it, they'll, the whole situation becomes a lot more diffused instead of having heightened emotions about the whole situation, it starts to calm the situation. So it's a, it's just a really great, very simple practice that anyone can do at any moment. Mm-hmm. Someone cuts you off in traffic, guess what you can do? You can go through this whole little process really fast. You can write all this down on like a little three by five card and keep it in your pocket or put it on your phone. Um, I do have a little, I do have a little graphic. I can, I can share that and we can put that in the show notes too, if you want the little graphic of, but it's so simple. It's really, really, truly simple. First is, you know, the first part is that, that, that I'm sorry, right? That I'm sorry piece. The next is that, please forgive me. Next is thank you. And then the last is I love you and I'm grateful for you. Mm-hmm. And when the, we bring mantras, I mean, the four mantras that you're speaking of make up Ho'oponopono. And it's all about taking the responsibility for everything that affects your state of being. Mm-hmm. That is what yeah. you've said. That's what you've taught just now. And it's, I feel like it's an art and a craft that we all should practice Like I said earlier, a lot of my stuff is inner work and that's what the focus is. Every one of us, it's going to be different. It's going to be situational, right? Things come up, life, life's us, things like that. But it's the art of acceptance and the forgiveness piece and the love and it clears and cleanses that energy around you or inside of you to do life better. And like you said, it's so freaking simple. Like, I'm super stoked. This is really simple. And yes, you can teach your kids that. You're right. If you're a mom or you know children that are, you know, 
teach them. If you have the opportunity, I think this is a great tool. And truthfully, like my teacher brain is like, this needs to be taught in schools. <laughs> this needs to be taught. You know how much emotion can be deflated? Like, oh my gosh. And I'm thinking, oh, there's so many oils that individuals can pair with this practice. Oh, Girl, yeah. I already know mine. Like I, I have two that it was like, boop, 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 like red lights flashing saying, pick me, pick me. I'm curious. Cause that's going to be my scoop. Y'all I, my, my scoop is two oils that I think would pair perfectly with this practice or these four mantras of Ho'oponopono. Yeah. I, I love pairing oils with it, especially at the end where I, after I've gone through that process and to just anchor in, yep, um, same. like I, that's my favorite thing to do is just to pick oils. And and sometimes I pick oils based on how I'm, how, the emotion that I started off with. Yeah. And then sometimes I just pick the oil that like resonates with me at the moment. Like I, I'm smelling my oils and this is the one that just resonates with me the most at the moment. There's a couple different ways. There's no Honestly, there's no real wrong way to pair your oils with this. There's no real no. wrong way of doing it as long as you're doing it. And and the steps are important, like one, two, three, four, because you want to end with that. I love you. I'm grateful for you. Because that right there is the gratitude and love. That's like some of the highest vibrational stuff we can deal with, right? And if yeah. you're dealing in that shame and guilt part of, of going through this process for yourself. And you've got a lot of shame and guilt coming up. Those are like the lowest vibrations on the planet. Like they're so low, especially your, your emotional vibrations. So awful. It's like swimming against the current. It, it's nearly impossible, doable, but man, so, so hard. Well, and you get it's like getting sucked into the under undercurrents, right? Like it's getting sucked right back in because you, you're, you've got these emotions and you, it's cyclical and you're on a cycle mm -hmm. of shame and guilt and unworthy and feeling worthless. And, and it just pulls at you and just keeps pulling you back under. Mm -hmm. And by going through this process of starting with the, that those lower emotions and then the, forgiveness, like, please forgive me for that forgiveness. Forgiveness is kind of like in the center of your emotions. Of, oh, of like interesting. Vibrational level of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the frequency of forgiveness is in the middle. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's a willingness. It's the willingness to forgive. And it's like, right in the center. Actually, I have a, I have a graph that shows a vibration of emotions too, but it's, it's the willingness to forgive is right in the, in the center of those, um, lower vibrational oil, the lower, lower vibration emotions are shame, worthlessness, powerlessness, guilt, insecurity, despair, they're super low. And then when you get up into this, into here where it's willingness to forgive this is like right, almost like right smack in the center. And then we get into upper emotions of love and peace and gratitude and all that brings into the higher. So it's like, you're moving yourself through the vibrations of your emotions and thank you, right? Like, thank you is gratitude. 
Like, thank you for this experience. Thank you for, um, thank you for allowing me to have this experience. You know, sometimes we don't, sometimes we're not thankful for our situations because we're like, oh, this was a really bad experience. <laughs> so we're not, we're not grateful for the experience, but later on, you ever look back at something that was a crappy experience and later on you're like, actually it was a crappy experience at the time, but man, did I learn a lot because I learned X, Y, Z. And if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have gotten this. And if this didn't happen, I wouldn't have done this. Right. Exactly. It's the lesson. It's the lesson for sure. So before you've gotten to that lesson part, why not be grateful for the lesson you're going to be learning in the future? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so thankful. I will see this in a different light in the future. And I'm thankful for the growth and the learning that this will, this situation will bring me. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for this conversation today, Sarah. I feel like it's so needed. I, I mean, there's never a bad time to, to do this work. And when you were, you know, teaching me selfishly, like you were teaching me just now, but you know, teaching our audience, I couldn't help but envision me putting Ho'oponopono to practice in conjunction with mirror work. If you are home, you know, I have the blessing of working from home, then this is something that I feel will, will doing mirror work for this, like going into my bathroom, going to a big mirror and doing this practice in front of it, it, it opens up um, more opportunity to be vulnerable and real when I'm staring myself in the eyes, mm-hmm. you know, anchoring like Sarah discussed anchoring in the emotions at the end. But for me, I know I'm also going to anchor with Rose. I love Rose. It's one of the most highest vibrational oils on planet earth. Mama earth knew what was up and Rose is your jam. And so for me, because I'm home, I absolutely know without a doubt, I'm going to be using rose on uh, my solar plexus. I will be putting this to work, but I'm going to take it up a notch and do it in front of the mirror because I want so badly to instill more positive thoughts, love and affirmation for whatever is coming up in my life. And I, and I, I think that anybody could do this. Obviously, if you're in your car, you can't look at your rearview mirror. Be like, hey, what's up? No, please focus on the road, <laughs> right? But Sarah, are you saying that this practice needs to be spoken out loud or can this be an internal dialogue? I'm not sure it's, what. This can be um, just an internal dialogue. You don't have to necessarily say it out loud. However, verbalizing it out loud makes it more powerful. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, obviously, if you're trying really hard to be in the moment and you're in the middle of a super busy situation and you can't say the words out loud because maybe the person is sitting right next to you or something, then Mm -hmm. by all means, go through the, go through it in your (laughs) mind. Keep your thoughts to yourself of how frustrated you are to avoid maybe some conflict. And then when you are calmer, once you've gone through the process, then it, then when you're in a, a little bit of a more calmer, calmer, less heightened state, then you can actually have a conversation if there's some of a conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Having, trying to have a conversation when height, when emotions are heightened, doesn't generally, um, 
yield the income, the outcome you're looking for. It, no. it generally just yeah, kind it of just doesn't for me. It doesn't, there's no way going higher and higher and it doesn't really come, um, doesn't come down. And so you have to be, if you need to have a conversation about some things or setting some boundaries or whatever that conversation looks like, I highly recommend trying doing this practice first to bring the emotions down. And once your emotions are more even keel and brought down a little bit, you actually will think a little bit more rationally. And the words that you're trying to say will come out a little bit better and not sound so accusatory or so angry or so defensive or whatever that you're going through because you've taken the time to kind of balance yourself out for a little bit, ground yourself back in and now well, logic can... and rationality takes a moment. <laughs> it has to catch up with your emotions and your emotions have to regulate. So self-regulation is needed. And then, you know, everything will, will fall into place a lot easier. Yeah. But even just going through it, like the, I'm so sorry for acknowledging your part in whatever that situation was helps you to even be more rational, right? Like acknowledging what you contributed to the situation and honesty needs to happen. Like you can't do this practice and just keep blaming everybody else for your problems. Like this, this part of this is taking your responsibility for your own actions. And the other thing is just like, be sorry for your actions. Be sorry for what you've contributed to the situation. Because I guarantee you, most situations don't blow up on their own. (laughs) My mom used to say it takes two to tango and it takes two to tangle. So generally it's not, it's not just when, when a situation arises, it's generally not just one-sided. It's very rarely, is it just one-sided and if it is one-sided, then maybe this is an opportunity to teach the other person about this technique. So whatever situation has bringing their emotions super heightened when they walk in the door, maybe they've had a bad day at work or they've had a situation at school and they're coming home and they're like, wow, heightened emotions. This might be a good time to teach them this technique and walk it through them, walk through it with them, you know? What are you sorry for in this situation? And they don't have to answer you out loud. Just just bring them to those prompts and the, so they can like think about it and it brings them out of it faster, brings them out of that heightened awareness and it brings it down that awareness level and that they can think through a little bit more rationally. It's so simple. I'm so sorry for, please forgive me for, Thank you for when I love you and I'm grateful for you. Yeah. So great. So do you have an oil or oils that you would pair? And like you've said before, and I completely agree, you can't go wrong. Pick them intuitively. Lean to the one that's saying, hey, pick me. Your energetics are leading you to what you're you're needing, what your body is desiring. Sometimes our emotions um, can be skewed, right? When they're high. Um, for me, I like to look and survey the oils, whether I'm 
out and about, I have a little clutch that has some, you know, OG oils of mine that I lean on or at home in my office, I can look at it and be like, that just popped out at me. Hmm. I think I need it. You know, the two that I love that I would absolutely be pairing with this is Copaiba and Siberian fur. I love Copaiba for many, many reasons, but it is a regulator for my emotional um, highs and lows and everything in between. I love how it calms my brain and connects it to my heart space. It works every single time. I love it. If it was candy, I'd be addicted <laughs> with all that sugar, right? But anyways, Copaiba and Siberian fur, I can put those under my tongue. I can huff them. I can apply them topically or put it in my diffuser. But those are the two oils for my scoop of the day, my friends, I, I think would pair perfectly in the sense of um, the self-forgiveness or forgiveness of the situation or others. Yeah, I, I'm going to say forgive, oil of forgive. Like, I think that one's a really great oil to be using through the practice because um, they're not just, like it doesn't matter, doesn't matter the situation. That's part of this piece. The forgiveness part is such a is such a huge part of this, and going through that and just having that so it can open your heart for that love and for that gratitude. And I think forgive would be a really great one. You can use the roller, just roll it onto your heart space, onto your chest. Um, smelling it, putting it on your pulse points. You can also put it in your diffuser, especially if you're going through like a bigger situation or more, uh, um, some emotional baggage from the past that may bring in a lot more, uh, other emotions too. Like it, it's like a heavier one. So it has like not just one emotion, but there's like a lot of stuff that surrounds a situation. That's a really, I just think forgive is a really good one to use with this. Um, we also really like some citruses, bringing in a citrus, bringing in wild orange, bringing in citrus bliss, bringing in citrus bloom, um, yeah. tangerine, uh, grapefruit, especially if you're like trying to love on yourself. Grapefruit's a really great one. Bergamot, another really great one. Like just bringing in some of those citrus pieces into that will help um, change that, that vibrational level that you're looking for as well. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the essential oil scoop. If you've enjoyed today's scoop on essential oils and want to stay updated with our latest episodes, exclusive content and special offers, be sure to follow us and opt into our exclusive newsletter. Just head on over to our website, the essential forward slash newsletter and opt in today for more wellness tips and monthly inspiration connect with us on social media follow us on facebook and youtube the essential oil scoop podcast and please feel free to share and tag us on all of your essential oil adventures using the hashtag the essential oil scoop remember your wellness journey is our priority we are here to help and support you every step of the way Thanks again for being part of our essential oil family. Until next time.